Today FM. It's that time of the week again. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Dermot and Dave Show Best of Podcast. But not if you're driving. Definitely don't sit back. In fact, sit up now. Uh, so I'm sitting down here. It's Cahill here. I'm sitting down just about to mix together the best of podcast. <laughs> and I just realized that we don't have any intro. So Sean Reedy is sitting across from me. And I said, Sean, will we go in and record an intro for our lovely listeners? And what did you say? No, I couldn't be arsed. I want to go home and get the mic out of my face. Okay, I just wanted you to all know that. Enjoy the podcast. Sean Reedy was just about to interrupt us just as we went into Starstruck there with some breaking television <gasps> news. So I would say one of the biggest television game shows of all time is coming back. ITV have just blankety announced... Blankety-blank, blankety-blank, blankety-blank. Uh, 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 blank. We you, knew that already. Do you know? Do you want to guess? Do you know no deal? Oh my God, correct. Do you Reported know you... on the Pamela Joy show last week. Thank you very so, much. That's right. They just no, confirmed... they had filmed pilots and stuff, They just confirmed there in the last 10 minutes that it's coming back <gasps> and Stephen, Stephen Mulhern is going to be the host. Noel Edmonds. No. Is Noel Edmonds not cancelled? Oh, is he? Is he? Or does he live on an island? <laughs> no, I, I would say, say they are two very different things, and you need to do research before you lay claim to either no. of them. So Wait. let's just not talk about I what Noel Edmonds is. That's very different than he's being cancelled. Um, and also, Steve Mulhern has said that you know there was like loads of really nice camaraderie with all the contestants yeah. being like, "Oh no, yeah, they, apparently that's all gone." Oh, and they're all out for each other oh, for themselves. Sorry, yeah, which so I'm here for. That's confirmed. I don't know what island Noel Edmonds is on. And then also the other one is like Succession's obviously back today. So Succession is back and the amount of texts we've had in of people warning us not to uh, reveal anything. We won't. Don't worry. We'd never do that. In fact, the only person in here who watches it religiously is our Emer, who is so enamoured with Succession that she's uh, taking today off. off. <laughs> I also watch it. Yeah, but have you taken today off to watch it? No, it's, no. On t- it's on tonight at nine o'clock on Sky Atlantic. Yeah, but that's, that, Sean, if you're hardcore. Can I just ask, is it worth the... The slog. Because people say, and I hate this, what people say with TV shows, just get past the first six seasons and then it's great. You're like, no, I want to be entertained. That's why I'm watching it. I watched the first 20 minutes of season one, episode one on Thursday, and I was like, "Eh." the first, I will say the first three episodes are not a lot happens in them. And normally when someone tells me that, it's an automatic no for me. I don't do that. But I suppose it's one of those things that the first three episodes sets up a lot mm-hmm. of what happens. And the last three episodes of season one, season two and season three is, in my opinion, some of the best television I've ever watched. I think it's better than the likes of Game of Thrones. And wow. Your favourite TV show is Clarkson's Farm, so I'm not... Oh, I love that I'm show not, so much. I'm not going to take your opinion on it, but thank you I for your I genuinely two love Clarkson's Farm. <laughs> now, he is cancelled. <laughs> Or well, is he he's on not, an island? He's not because his TV know. shows are on, the, on Amazon Prime. I don't know. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Today Sean, you may have been mixing up your Noel Edmonds Does He Live on an Island thing. Mel's been on. You'll have to tell Sean. I think he's getting Noel Edmonds and Richard Branson mixed up. Easily done. I guess they look alike. They're both British men. Grey hair, the beard. Richard Branson lives on an island, Sean. Noel Edmonds. Don't know where he lives. Necker Island is yeah, Richard no, Branson's I, island. I know that. Right. I know who Richard Branson is, the founder uh, and CEO of Virgin, whatever that is. Yeah, Virgin Everything. Yeah. Noel Edmonds, Deal or No Deal, used to that show, when a kid's show years ago. Yeah, go on. I'm telling you, he lives... <laughs> well, no, 
I thought he lived on an island. <laughs> yeah, just tell you what. Do your research and come back. No, to I did. I, I did. I did some research and I found out that his back. <laughs> Sean, Sorry. I'm going to be late for family okay. if you don't get uh, to okay. the point. His back garden has an island. <laughs> 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 Maybe stick to watching Succession because apparently Succession is really, really important. Listen to this. Hi, guys. I was at Mass on Saturday evening and on the altar, the priest during his sermon reminded everybody that Succession was back tonight. No <laughs> so there you go. Definitely worth watching. If it's in Mass, you're going to miss it. <laughs> this is Today FM. <laughs> Just about. He is back, Mr. Dermot Whelan has returned And this isn't this isn't the once a week Like little A sprinkling of Dermot On top of the delicious dish We've prepared all week This is it Yeah, the mindful tour has come to an end Thank you so much To the thousands of people Who came out over the last couple of months uh, To laugh and to meditate And have the crack now, a couple of bones to pick with you, Dave. Oh, with me? Okay, yeah. great. Um, what's with the Man United decoration? This Man United carpet? You well, even brought your Man United duvet in here? Yeah, because... I, I didn't okay this kind of decoration. I turned my back for two months. <laughs> <laughs> and this happens? During the songs, I like to just get into the duvet and soak a little bit more Man United into my soul, and then I come back and do the next bit of the radio. That's what okay, happens. Okay, well, to get back at you for uh, redecorating while I was away, yeah. um, I'm going to do the show now with a steering wheel in front of me. <laughs> I'm so used to driving everywhere for the last couple of months. We've nicknamed Dermot David Brent. Life on the road is what we've called him for the last little while. Anytime I've tried to kind of tell Dave while we were chatting, you know, about something kind of cool, sort of, ah, you know, it's just life on the road, you would immediately come back. Nice David Brent. (laughs) Nice one, David Brent. Non-stop, non-stop. But yeah, look, hang on, but did did you? Look, I had a great time. Um, I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Look, if through the shower. Sorry, I don't um, know what's happening. <laughs> if my accent changes a little bit, <laughs> uh, it's just because I've been driving <coughs> all over the country. <laughs> and I picked up different accents. A lot of them sound like they're from Jamaica for some reason. <laughs> it actually reminds me. When I was growing up, I'd say I was about eight or nine, and uh, my next door neighbour, we were great pals, he moved to England. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then he came back. Like, he was originally from Kerry. He used yeah. to say, Are you coming over? You come soon. <laughs> and uh, they went to England for like four months and then he came back on a visit and uh, he's suddenly sitting into my bedroom going, so what you do around here? Like, what, yes. what do we what do we do around here? Uh, same thing we did four months ago uh, that you did for all your life. <laughs> Sounds a lot so, like me. I'll be so honest now with look, you. it's but now I understood him because your accent can change if if you're just trivelling around. It's definitely it sounds like a South African is living in in the Caribbean. I hear sure. uh, from Alo Alo. Do you remember? Him? Uh, yeah, I disguised the Kindles by pitting them doing my trousers. <laughs> I remember as a child being able to laugh. At the joke, like I was just pissing by the wando, and going, "Oh my god, I can laugh at this." Uh, well, other than your accent changing, as you were Brenting around mm. the, you know, the country, oh, living the dream, getting to know all the many services. Like, oh yeah, yeah. So you I, picked I, up that kind of thing. Yeah, I can totally relate to a lot of the truck drivers, obviously that you'd see knocking around. Oh, you're practically tra- the same traveling salesman, <laughs> uh, milkman, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> he literally drove to two shows a week and spent the rest of the time in his bed. I can identify with a truck driver. No, I, can, no, I don't think you can. I, I don't can. think you can at all. I can. I've discovered all the services. Then you start to develop your favourites. You oh. call people. You should, as a firm fan of the casual services, you know how... You know, you can develop favourites over time. Absolutely. Are you ranking anything above casual services? By um, the way? No, it's hard to pick because obviously you stop at a lot of them. But I did discover some new ones. I discovered a 24-hour Sentra in Mullingar, which Get I, out. I did not know about. For real? Yeah, just on the outskirts of Mullingar for absolute reals. Hang on, is it, is it also a, a, a petrol station? Like, is a service station it as well? It is a service station as well, but it's a massive centre, like a big supermarket centre, which you don't see very often. 24 hours a day? Yeah. Now, they may have to go to that awful hatch thing at a certain time. Right. Uh, which is terrible. I, I used to work at a hatch. Because nobody can work the the top one. There's a top slide and then the bottom slide thing. And I stopped at one of them. Because <laughs> really annoyingly, like when I'd eventually get out of the venue, yeah, it was in and around 11 o'clock. And that's when a lot of places go from shop to hatch. Hatch, right. Because yeah. you know all the yeah. weirdos will be arriving. Um, but I I stopped at one and the guy literally couldn't operate it, 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 his brain could not cope with the top slide the bottom slide <laughs> the you guy know, working there the guy there behind the glass and so they're trying to put the 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 little machine for tapping your card into the into bottom the part bottom. and then sliding backwards and forwards <laughs> and eventually just communication broke down <laughs> just walk away keep your cappuccino <laughs> whoa Keep your cap. Uh, forget it. <laughs> uh, so yeah. But what about the tour itself? Like you've been, you've you've now fulfilled a dream you had. You wanted to bring this mix of comedy and meditation to as many people as possible. You've now done a nationwide tour. How was it? It was incredible. I I cannot explain how much I loved it. The crowds were just brilliant. Just uh, people all ages. Like there were teenagers there. Mm. There were old age pensioners there. Um, and loads of blokes as well, which is a big passion of mine is because I think blokes are, we're slower to gravitate towards, you know, looking after your mind and looking after your nervous system and just learning about this stuff uh, than, you know, I think our, our female counterparts are a little bit quicker to, you know, kind of, you know, explore this whole world. So, yeah, I wanted to do it through through comedy and it just, I just, I loved it. It was brilliant and I really am genuinely so thankful to everybody who came out. And, and how were the audiences? They were fantastic. Did they change at all over the period like you started in the end of January? Yeah, interesting enough because obviously a lot of people did dry January and a lot of people have New Year's resolutions and stuff. So I did notice that the audiences in January and early February were a lot more sober. <laughs> <laughs> the closer we got to Paddy's Day... The, the let's put it the, the more people fell asleep during the meditation. Right, okay, okay. I had people come up to me after the show going, "Great show, absolutely brilliant." Slept through the entire second half. <laughs> Thanks a million. I was well, wrecked. At least and I, I just think, look, yeah, if you fell asleep during meditation, it's fine. It just it means is. you were tired yeah. and actually relax your nervous system enough to get a bit of a kip. Tired or back on the sauce. One yeah, or the other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then after, after Paddy's Day then people seem to be a little bit more on the dry oh, again. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lesson on Brown Paddy's Weekend yeah, and the Six great. Nations and the Grand Slam and all that. Uh, right, well, look, it's great to have you back. Listen, I you're, thought the least I could do was come in and do my job. Yeah, you're definitely, you're, you're not you're not heading off tomorrow now, and you're, you're here. But I'm worried about how's your ego now after two months of doing the show on your own. How is he, Carl? Don't grimace at me. Big. I said they Don't. had to widen the door, all right. Is that, is that with fear of noggin, was it? Hey, 
I've been doing this show myself for a long time now. The so Dave I'm, show. I'm pretty happy with the Dave Wall to wall BMW mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you had to put up with this not over the last sing, couple of months. Not a single one until he came on the back, in fairness. <laughs> Man United, BMW and guitars. You've had to put up with that for the last eight weeks. I know you have. Terminal Dave. Playing the music you know. Lads on the uh, the accents change in there. We've a lad from Mullingar who headed off to play covers to tourists over in Salou in Spain. Nice. And uh, for some reason, he rocked up back home with the strongest English accent you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was always someone who came back from a J1 with an American accent as well. Yeah, I've been going to Florida for two weeks. You, you know I'm going to come back and talk about my cell phone. On the, I dropped it on the sidewalk as I was heading down towards the store. I'm just so glad you're going on your own and it's your family who have to listen to you become American. Like the minute the of the airplane, as the wheels hit the tarmac, Dave's American. No. He starts saying sidewalk, changes the whole vocabulary, and then he just keeps the most annoying thing is he goes, mm hmm, uh huh, uh huh, mm hmm. Oh my God. Like a soccer mom. <laughs> Excuse me, when I land on the tarmac of whatever the airport in Orlando is called, I'm just going to check my phone and go, oh, I'm on T Mobile. Tracy, I'm on T-Mobile. What are you? What network are you on? I'm on T-Mobile. I'm selected T-Mobile. You're going to be doing that one-hand driving in your SUV. Oh, God. <laughs> I know we've told you before. I'm going to tell you again, right? Dave likes to drive like an American. So <laughs> Drive he, like an American. What does that mean? So you, you kind of, you, you do this one hand, like that one hand steering thing. And that sort of, uh, you, the arm is loosely just held over the steering wheel. <laughs> And you're just more slouched. The arm is in the middle in that central area of the car. And then we all wanted to drive because they were these big cars. Yeah. Dave said, give me your licenses. I'll go in and sort it out inside. Came back out. A couple of days later, one of us, me or Maria, said, here, I'll drive. And he goes, oh, oh no, you can't drive. You're not on the car. And we're like, what? We gave you our licenses. I know, I just put myself on. That's so that he could drive. So we just spent the, the entire time in America saying to Dave, you're not our real dad. <laughs> So stop giving us orders in an American accent. <laughs> it's good It's good that he's come back and decided to be nice to me after being gone for two months. You just need to be pulled up on these things. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, sidewalk. Br- <laughs> Bridget was on as well about your shows, Dermot. Welcome back, Dermot. Went to your show in Wexford last week. Absolutely fabulous. Brought the husband. Uh-huh. He said, there must be something in this. Thank you. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, excellent. Not, we not got wrong. him. We're reeling him in now. <laughs> reeling in the lads. That's Maroon 5 and this love. It's Dermot and Dave on Today FM. Did you know Maroon 5 are the latest band who kicked off one of those Las Vegas residencies? Uh, it's called M5LV and it is in the Park MGM Dolby Theatre. It started on Friday. It's 22 songs over two hours celebrating 20 years of Maroon 5. And they say it's only the first chapter of this. So if you're a Maroon 5 fan, get yourself over to Las Vegas and go and see them. I was having a chat with our friend John in here, mm-hmm. a man who knows his music, and he reckons the future of music is going to be these residencies where bands will just set up camp yeah. somewhere, for be it Vegas or London, Paris or whatever. And if you like the band, you'll go and see them. So they're like a museum. You must go and visit them in there. I suppose that makes sense because it reduces all of the costs of travel and mm. expense for the band to ship everything around the place and they absorb the cost and they put the cost on the consumer which is us and we have to go there and it's alright if you live in America I mean even if you want to do a massive road trip and you lived like 
a day away from Las Vegas. You could still drive there and stay in a motel. We have to fly. It's very expensive to fly to Vegas. Yeah, so I guess we cut down on the old carbon footprints and all that. Well, it wouldn't because there'd be thousands of people coming over instead of one band going over. So. Well, at least the band isn't travelling, but everyone else is travelling to them as yeah. opposed to the band moving around No, but that's and way all worse. the people. But if, if 20,000 people are travelling to go and see Maroon 5 every day, that's worse than Maroon 5 going to 20,000 people. Uh, hey, hey, it wasn't my idea. It was John's. Blame John. This is Today FM. No. No. And this is not no at Cracker winning cheese and crackers. This is no at Pamela Joyce. Breaking, flagrantly breaking... I'm a bad boy. The rules of radio studios. She has just walked in with a boiled, a peeled boiled egg and a sachet of salt. The egg is actually just a vessel for the salt. Pamela, you, can't, you can't bring a boiled egg into any studio, but particularly not not your studio. What? I've got to get, you know, my protein in it. Eat it out there. Well, because I wanted to see my friends. I also, have to deal. Something can can quite, you smell egg? No. I can smell egg. No, you there, can't. There's something quite attractive about the smoothness oh, of a white boiled egg. egg. Yeah, I'm excellent at peeling. <laughs> Sorry, eggs. what other color boiled eggs are available? No, but it's the smooth. It reminds me of the cue ball, uh, a snooker ball. It's, it's very few things are that Strange. white and that smooth. Okay. Me. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's funny. Thank you. I'm actually nearly going to forgive you um, for the terrible stench. It doesn't smell. You're wrong. Just because you can't it, smell doesn't mean it doesn't smell. smell. No. Carl, can you smell it? I ate scrambled eggs in here earlier, so. Nope. Alison? No. The whole squad is here. All right, so it's just my. It's just you. Perceptive nasal. Oh, if you don't ability. want me to hit my macros, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got a target to achieve here, okay? To stay smooth and white. And boring and vanilla. I need to eat my boiled eggs. Okay. Dermot and Dave playing the music you know. I think saying the sentence Dermot Whelan is a little bit weird. It's kind of getting old at this point. I've been saying it for twenty years, but today we've really reached another level because in our pre-show meeting, he came out with a sentence that I've never heard anyone say before. Oh, you? Oh no, he's. You still clean up your, your lunch Sorry Dermot went, went and bought himself I, I A lovely fish salad Which is now Which is now on the floor of the studio oh, It's not even our studio We're borrowing the studio I, It defied science The bag I just put it down It gently tipped over And the salad noodle thing Just jumped out of the box Onto the floor Well the great thing is Now we can all smell your lunch at 9.09 a.m. That's what I wanted I was to do just today. being organised. God's sake. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Tell I, everyone the sentence you uttered in our pre-show meeting. I think I could be brilliant at everything. Like... If I just had the time. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say one thing for this mindfulness buzz you're on. It certainly gives you confidence, doesn't it? <laughs> but I just always presumed that this is the way everybody thought. That... I like, I always thought... Oh, if I just got a go at that for a good length of time, like I, I definitely believe I could have been a professional footballer. I could have played for Ireland. I was watching the Ireland match the other night, right? And I was thinking, I pretty much could have played for Ireland, but I just didn't put in the hours. Okay, so listen, there are certain things I do know about you, which which will give this some kind of credence. 
which is you are annoyingly good at a lot of things. No, like, I'm sort of good. Well, at many things. No, no, hang on, but hang on. Not really good at a lot of things. No, no. I think there's if you take it like like I would consider myself like the jack of all trades, right? Like so I can pretty much give anything a go to a C minus level, whether that's Guitar, DIY, you know, <laughs> any. That is a, you should write a self help book. Yeah. How to get C minus. Well, do you know what? C minus at life. Yeah, C minus at life and utterly content. I think that's exactly <laughs> what the book I should write. <laughs> However, when I've done things like played darts with you, uh, played snooker with you, obviously you, you do things like you play golf or you, I play football with you, you are not a C minus at those things. You're. you're you do have like the B. Now, when you reckon you could be a professional footballer, <laughs> I'd have to I'd have to question your that's logic the thing. there. I'm just realizing that I'm I'm probably delusional. Mm, but you think? <laughs> but I I still it won't stop me believing that I I could be great. Like I think I would be amazing at fishing. <laughs> have you ever fished? No. But I just know. That if I took the time to to fish, I'd be amazing at fishing. <laughs> but, but like, like fishing is a is a seriously learned skill. I mean, there's so much nuance to fishing. Like, are you talking about like standing in a in a in a in waders, any kind of fly fishing. fish? Any? I, I I just know that the fish would come <laughs> to me. Right. <laughs> like this is what I have to deal with every day, lads. And let me tell you something that happened to me yesterday. Yeah. I was listening to some music and this came on. Wow, wow you really are a dad. <laughs> who, who listens to Baker Street by choice? Yeah, reading the instruction manual to an appliance and listening to Baker Street. Living the dream. So what did that inspire in you? I was thinking to myself, oh, I could have been incredible at the saxophone. Like, I have a feeling that I would be amazing. But I just never took the time to learn the saxophone. But it's in me. This is delusional. You you have no experience of ever even blowing into a saxophone. Emer must know. Do you know, do you ever feel like you could be amazing at something if you just had a go at it? I think I'd be a really good driver. I just haven't bothered to learn yet. No, ha- no hang That's on. It. No, no, hang on. Really good driver, like you could drive from where you live to Blanchardstown like, or a really good, a like really good race car driver. driver. No, because no, that's what he's saying. He's saying I could play for Ireland. No, but I think if I was in the friend group, I'd be like, well, we'll get Emer to drive. She's the best driver. And also, I think I'd be really good at wild camping. I just haven't tried yet. <laughs> yes, I would be what? a great survivalist. Ooh, but I, I just don't know what? how to do it. Yeah. You just spilled a fish <laughs> noodle dish on the ground uh-huh. and then you started crying. Uh, I re- <laughs> What are you talking about? I rescued the food, most of it, off the floor. That's surviving. And he caught the fish himself. Oh, he did, yeah. yeah. He said five fish in this morning. He hand-delivered it to Duns. I just threw, I I cast out my arm and I caught the fish in Duns. Come back to the saxophone for a second, right? You have, you've no experience whatsoever. Like, this is a really complex wind instrument that requires... But I have a feeling if I just spend enough time with it, I won't have to like learn any of the music stuff. It'll just come out of me. I'll, I think I'll just be good at it. So straight out the box, you just like pick it up, 
blow it. I think I'll spend a few days on kind of Mary had a little lamb yeah, type yeah, stuff, yeah. and then Baker Street. Would you even think you could make the noise, make the saxophone make a noise? Like it's, definitely, that's a skill in itself. I, I'm telling you. Do you know what? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I buy guitars all the time, right? I have. I basically. You know, you know. Don't when, bother because I've checked. I priced it. I after I was thinking about it, I said maybe I'll get a saxophone. You priced the saxophone, and they're like ten grand. Some of them. Okay, w- except you're dealing with me. You know the way Neo sees the Matrix. You know yeah. the way the code. <laughs> That's what I'm like on adverts.ie. Okay, <laughs> so let me see. Okay, so musical instruments search. While, he, while he's live, live googling. Oh no! How? Hold wow. tight! Hold tight! Come on, Neo. Okay, so a star tone alto saxophone works perfectly. Ideal for beginner. Case included. Stand not included. Uh, it's a chap. Oh, forget called, it then. A chap <laughs> called C. He's in Nathan Kildare. 150 euro. What's his selling history? Uh, his selling history is one sold ad. It was a buggy pod. Uh, he also withdrew a 600 euro Scott bike. Oh, really? Oh, great. Now we're seeing the real side of C. Uh, I think I'm going to place an offer. I'm going to buy this saxophone and then I'm going to give it to you and you're going to have to prove to everybody that you're utterly delusional and you won't be able to play it. I'm going to place an offer. How much should I offer him? I would say 100. How do I know, though, that this is a reasonable... Maybe I just can't play a cheap-ass saxophone. What is a star tone alto saxophone? (laughs) I I feel like Dermot has to play Baker Street. I think that has to be the song you have to play. But this this is a sax... Look, it's a real saxophone in a case. I mean, how hard can that be? Right. Oh, imagine I'm, how good you'd feel offer. doing that. Cool Are there any saxophone experts who think that I'm... It's possible. Could I learn Baker Street reasonably quickly? Right, I've made an offer. Having see, never played the saxophone. See what happens with C things. Uh, yeah, can yeah. I just oh. throw, throw it out there to people? Is anyone else like me? Do they just <laughs> think they would be amazing at something, but they've not. just never tried? Like, it's like, every man feels this. Martial arts. No. We, we all feel... That we have Bruce Lee in us. We just haven't done the training. Oh. But if we could just get to a monastery for a year, we would come out of that place kicking serious shades of butt. I have to say, I think if I begun martial arts at the white belt or yellow belt, whatever the first one is, and I walked up to my sensei and he went, Shh, and like hit me in the solar plexus, I just go, <laughs> and then have to go home. I'd be rubbish at that. No. Rubbish. No, but other people are like me. They, I know. Yeah. You feel. You just gymnastics. know. I you, feel like I could have been really good at gymnastics. I think I'm too old now, sadly, and that's just accepting my body for the way it that's is. That's quitter talk. I don't think. I, like I thought, maybe at one point in my life, I might have won an Olympic medal for gymnastics if we'd, I'd lived in a country that supported me. Like I don't know, <laughs> Russia. Can we get uh, challenge Dermot? Dermot. Yeah. Challenge Dermot is what someone says. Yes, Advent this is challenge. Bars. Let's go. It's my time to shine. <laughs> Thirty-three is not too old to start Olympic training. Get in touch. Oh eight seven four one hundred one zero two. Do you feel like Dermot and think you could take on anything and be amazing? But at like, it? is there one thing maybe that you think is it? Is it martial arts? Is it kung fu? Is it? Uh, fly surviving fly fishing. <laughs> Please uh, let us know on 087 4100 or if you feel like me 
and you think that climbing absolutely no chance you'd be you're doing your best at whatever you're already doing and you're very grand and it's all fine if you feel that way let us know 87 and if you're a saxophone expert please get in touch and let us know how hard it is for Dermot to learn dancing hip hop dancing oh, amazing <laughs> The real question that has to be asked is, who the heck eats a fish salad at nine o'clock in the morning? Seriously. I don't know. I know. I got it. Well, I was getting some breakfast stuff because I'm always borrowing Dave's porridge. So I felt I had to get my own. So I got something for the lunch while I was in there. And that's what fell over. And uh, <laughs> Trevor in Galway says, Dermot may be good at lots of things, just maybe not working for Deliveroo. Because <laughs> it's yes. all over the ground. Can I give you an update on the adverts.ie quest to buy you the saxophone? I'd like to thank all of the listeners <laughs> who've now gone on, found the saxophone, and have offered not 100 euro, but 101 euro. Uh, stop outbidding me somebody, on my dreams. Somebody said 102 euro. This will be used to catch fish. <laughs> 103 euro it's coming to Limerick lad and 110 euro make Dave pay the, pay the full price the hungry ban <laughs> so, that's, so that's so unfair This I feel sorry for C in Kildare who's going to wake up now in a few minutes check his phone and have 800 messages he doesn't understand oh amazing keep your texts and your whatsapps coming in 0874100102 let's go to the phones uh, we'll have a chat to somebody who's there to chat to us it's Lisa in Kildare hi Lisa Hi. <laughs> what do you reckon you'd be good at? Um, skiing. Skiing? Yes. Yeah, I reckon I'd be brilliant. <laughs> Have you ever been? No. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you delusional? Why do you think this? I just think I'd be really good, like down the black slope, no problem. <laughs> yes, Lisa. You see, this it's just a feeling, isn't it? It's kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I think the I feeling... I think I'd be brilliant at it. And then also um, violin. I think I'd be fantastic at the violin. Oh, my God. If you get a violin and he gets a saxophone and we call oh. your band Sax and Violins. <laughs> no, I've tried the... Vi- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've tried the violin. That's hard. Oh, saxophone oh. is real easy. Well, at least it's just your lips and the instrument. There's no middleman. But where the, the, bow. the bow is hard to to maneuver, and Lisa, have you ever sounding like scratchy? Have you ever have you ever like held a violin? No. So you've never skied, you've never held a violin, but you reckon you'd be world class of both. Yeah, I do. Are you not motivated to try it then? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> what, have you done anything close to skiing? Have you like like roller skated or oh. anything? Well, roller skated, yeah, but I did um, like sandboarding before. Oh, sandboarding, oh yeah. Right, were, yeah. were you good yeah, at that? Big, no, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the skiing is waiting for oh, you. Oh yeah, Lisa. <laughs> Buy yourself a ski holiday for the new year. I think it's yeah. definitely the best idea. Lisa, thanks a million. No matter. Bye, bye, bye. Hundred percent with Dermot. Just feel like if I could have fully apply myself, I could be. You know, in the gym, I'd be huge. I'd be like Arnie Schwarzenegger, only for I have other things in my life I have to do that don't allow me to dedicate my whole <laughs> life to it. Oh, is that what it is, yeah? Yeah, like this message uh, says, I was in, in my 20s when I was living in London. I started to have a feeling like I could totally just do a somersault like the gymnasts in the Olympics. Like if I just took a run and jump, it would totally happen. So my rational brain would have an argument with my instinctive brain and I never tried. It still feels wrong to say I can't somersault, but really there's no way. <laughs> You should give it a go. <laughs> on concrete. give it a go. <laughs> Kieran was on to us as well. So, remember 1987 when Stephen Roach won the Tour de France? Yes. I went mad on the bike every night out cycling at incredibly high speeds. I was sure I was going to win the Tour de France. <laughs> well, 
now I'm 48 years old and I haven't won the Tour de France yet, but I will soon. Watch the space. Oh, we'll keep oh, an eye, Kieran. Yeah, we'll keep an eye. Kieran, I have three letters for you. EPO. You can dope your way to the top. Come and, on. Uh, you were talking about this whole thing began because Dermot reckons he'd just be pure class at the saxophone if he just picked one up. Well, St- uh, Stephen's been on. Myself and my brothers and sisters were in the Raffarnham concert band and I played the trumpet. My sister played the trumpet. My other sister played the clarinet. And my eldest brother played the sax. And I can honestly say the amount of times I picked that thing up trying to get a note out of it it's actually impossible to play. Absolutely oh. impossible to play, they reckon, Darren. the trumpets are hard, too. That's hard to get a sound out of. That's, That's a trumpet hard. player saying the saxophone's harder. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is Today FM. Lachlan's in Waterford. How are you, Lachlan? How are you, Dave? How's it going? Oh, good, yeah. What are you up to? I'm not just in work at the moment. Oh, yeah, doing anything exciting? Um, no, not really, just taking a break. <laughs> but you know, we, myself and Dave used to always do the test of a good office is if you can just yell at anything at the top of your voice and either there's no one there to care or no one cares. So um, could, could you? I, I, I'm in a, in a room separate from everyone, so they couldn't hear me. Okay, oh, well, then, well then, that's great. Uh, we'll give you a word. Um, Triceratops. Yeah, so roar that at the top of your voice. Triceratops. That's not <laughs> roaring. Come on. Gosh, that was as loud as talking to us. Come Give on. it a shout there. Triceratops. <laughs> we think you can go one louder. Uh, go on. Triceratops. Yeah. <laughs> you just I, made your I, voice I, I higher. Up the eyes of higher. It's like, look at me, I'm yelling. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, that was great fun. MMM, 850 euro. What do you think? Uh, it might be Mars make Maltesers. Mars make Maltesers. Oh, do they? They do indeed. Delicious but wrong, I'm afraid, Lachlan. Oh, no bother, no oh, bother. Right. I got my, got my joke read out yesterday. Happy days. Oh, oh yeah, what was your joke? Hmm? Well, which one was it? It was the, uh, rely- which body part can you rely on? Ah, you can always count your fingers, Lachlan. <laughs> Come on yourself, Lachlan. <laughs> Keep them coming in. That's I appreciate growing. it. <laughs> Comedian Bernard O'Shea reckons he's got a, a hidden skill. What is it, Bernard? Well, can I just say delusion is a phenomenal skill, particularly when you have no skills. <laughs> so I'm going to set that straight, right? Yeah. Um, well, when I did that test in secondary school uh, 400 years ago, and they do this little purple form. Do you remember that purple form? You tick little boxes or something, right? And my friends rolled about the place laughing, and it came back that my skills was blacksmith. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you are talking 400 years ago. Right, right. So, uh, uh, and I, but I, I, I didn't laugh at all, because even at that tender age of 17, I knew, yeah, I would be an amazing blacksmith. The problem with the problem with me being an amazing blacksmith is two things. I'm not good with horses. They don't like me, right? They told me that, right? But the other thing is is that I have to have a backstory to my special talent, mm. right? So in my head, I'm a blacksmith. I'm I'm completely opposite to what I am like in real life. I'm a talker, talker, talker. People go away from me going, thank God we got away from that, you know, <laughs> right? So... So, but I'm really quiet. I've black hair, right? I've I've muscles, right? I work. I'm one of the greatest blacksmiths in the area, and I fall in love with the master's daughter. <laughs> and just just hold on a second, right? It's all part of me being an amazing blacksmith. But he still has to send his horses to me because I'm an amazing blacksmith, and his horses are winning all these races. She enters a race, right? 
and um, <laughs> basically the horse falls, right? And, and I run out and everyone thinks, oh, he's going to go towards the horse, right? Because mm. he's an amazing blacksmith. Yeah. But I don't. I go to her. He sees, he sees, by the way, she play, she's Catherine Zeta Jones. She's <laughs> Ethan, right? Okay, so he runs out, right? And he sees the love, right? And he goes, okay, I'm okay with this. He's an amazing blacksmith. I can use him on the farm, etc., etc. But uh, and next thing, the horse though runs on thinking, oh God, I, I'm going to win the race. And he's one of those horses that runs the Grand National and finishes, but everybody feels sorry for him because the horse thinks he's won the race, but he's won nothing. So the, horse is, the horse is waiting around for ages. No one brings him home or nothing. And the horse is just in the paddock going, lads, I won, I won. And all the other horses I didn't think anybody else didn't. could be more delusional than Dermot Whelan, but it turns out we've found you. Yeah. Thank you, Bernard O'Shea. Dermot and Dave. Playing the music you know. Okay. Got the daggers flying across the studio here. It's arrived. We're back at Beat the Intro. Game number three. First game was Pamela Joyce versus me. 5-0. Wipe the floor. Embarrassing. I'm, I'm so bad at Beat the Intro. Then it was Shauna versus Pamela. There was some controversy. Yeah, my character was called into question. You were besmirched. I, 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 I am a very... I am a very good person. I do not cheat in games. It's not my style. So I just want to clear that up, okay? <laughs> well, anyway, that was you beating Pamela. I mean, what, look, the rules are the rules. Is that right, Sean Reedy? Sean is our yeah. producer. Stickler for the rules, then changes them after the competition. <laughs> well, look, and it is like a pool table in a dodgy pub. It's winner stays on. So Shauna is still here. Standing uh, by the pool table. Yeah, <laughs> with her 10 peas <laughs> lined up. And going up against her is Emer from the Dermot Dave team. Hey. So, Beamer, you know your music. Yeah. You confident going into this battle against the Queen at Beat the Intro? See, I'm really good at Hurdle. Okay. Like, to the point that I stopped playing it because it was kind of boring me because I was like... Nah, nah, nah. So, like, one second you're done. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's boring. So, Hurdle is the audio equivalent of Wordle. Yeah, see, they play a second of the song and you just try and guess okay. what it is. But I feel like I'm possibly one of those people who plays along with radio competitions all the time at home and then comes on and is like, oh, I know, what's my name? <laughs> Not entirely confident okay, on my own but name. Your name is Emer, your name is Shauna. You know the rules. The rules are you must shout your name if you know the answer. You must wait to be asked to give your answer, but then you must give your answer immediately and not. You got. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That fair? That's no all clear. Yeah. yeah. I'm also very afraid for some reason I'm going to start swearing. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. No, it's a big fear. <laughs> okay. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Well, before we start, you're obviously representing the Ian Dempsey Breakfast Show. Yeah. Is Ian himself any good at beat the intro? Uh, I think it would be good. Yeah. He is maybe. It depends on the decade, but um, I think he is a, he is a very quick ear. Quick but, he, ear. but he has put me mm. under severe pressure here today. He's told me I am representing our show, and we have to come oh. out on top here. Oh, so okay. he gave you the motivational speech of like, yeah. either do, that do or this don't for come your home. show. Okay. Yeah. Right. Are you ready then for number one? <laughs> Absolutely not. But let's no. do it. Here we go. Okay. Beat the intro number one. Emer. Emer. What? Uh, Natasha Bedingfield unwritten. No, these words. Sean's giving me a thumbs up. That's half the battle. Yeah, now, wow. Sean's rule is you, we must take your first answer, but you didn't finish the yeah, word, so that's yes. why he's giving you that one. Okay. Now, I, now I'm second because I knew that, but I couldn't get, get, get it out quick <laughs> <laughs> Well, now you'll do it on the second one. Here we go. Okay. Song number two. Amor. Sha- straight in. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm thinking of the original one. Sean, you can take it from here. Walk on the wild side. 
Dubai. Well, it's Lou Reed is what I'm going with. Sean Reedy. Is there two possible answers here? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice one, Sean. Give us a song with two possible <laughs> answers. Oh, no, no, I do know this. What did you think it was? Just out of interest. It's the song that samples that song. Yeah. All I can think of is where it's at by Beck, which I know it's not that one, but it's of that same sphere in my head. Can I kick it? Oh, yes. my God, yes. Can I kick so Shona's getting oh, half, a point. Half, half a point. point. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Look, yeah. I'll take it. Okay. All right, so that's a tribe called Quest. Yeah, yeah, it's a tribe called Quest. Can I kick it? Yeah. Okay. Using the Lou Reed sample. Song number three, ready? Yeah. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fortune hell? sound effects. Maybe <laughs> threw my phone and John there. <laughs> I simply pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I wish I was doing that on purpose, but I completely know. It would be a song by the roulettes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, song number three. Oh, Shauna. Shauna was in there. Yeah. Uh, Tori, Natalie and Brilia. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, giving Shauna the full point for that. It was very close. They're very close. Okay. Song number four. Beamer. Yeah. Uh, Bruno Mars, Vanessa. I mean, that's, that's Rain Man levels of stuff there. <laughs> Okay, so hang on, let me just talk about the scores here. Where are we standing here, here, here yeah, 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 yeah. Very close. Is yes. Shauna half okay. a point ahead? No, Shauna's half a point behind. Oh. So it comes down to this one. Okay. Emer currently has two full points. Shauna has one and a half points. Okay. Y'all ready? Shauna, yeah. Okay, here we go, here we go. Song five to win. Shauna. Yeah. Counting Crows, Big Yellow Taxi. <laughs> Of. That reminded me of the moment that uh, all Manchester United fans will remember in the 1999 Champions League when there was everything was on the line and it's the last second <laughs> and Solskjaer has won it! Yeah. How did you come from behind and know that? In th- yeah. That was amazing. Let's, let's Football reference, I was like, what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but for Emer, she's the equivalent of the Man United fan who hears Aguero! <laughs> <laughs> Shauna is the winner yeah. oh, Shana, Emer, that was congratulations. a good Thank you very much Don't darken the door of this show again <laughs> <laughs> And you're allowed to go back to the Indemnity Breakfast you. Show With your championship win uh, Okay, so Shauna is rem- the remaining champion Shauna, who have you got next? I was thinking that, you know Now that he's back from his holiday I mean, working holiday <laughs> Isn't it time that Dermot Whelan stepped up And oh, had Whelan, a go You're going down, baby oh. You know what? I would have been really confident until I saw you doing what you just did. And it's like, oh, oh my God. It's like a Harlem Globetrotter of beat the intro sitting beside me. Right. Well, that's what's going to happen next. It's going to be Shauna versus Dermot someday very soon. Stay tuned. It'll happen. And we'll see whether Dermot can beat Shauna and knock her off her perch. Perch. Look at me. Perch here. It's Today FM, it's Dermot and Dave and there's a Scottish element to our show today because our Dave is over in Glasgow. He's gone over to see Dermot Kennedy, not just perform, but chat to the man himself. But right now I can see Dave on a little screen in front of me. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, great. This isn't weird. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in Radio Clyde? 
Yes, we have made our way to Radio Clyde here in Glasgow, down at the Clyde Bank, for anyone who knows the area. I don't, just learning about it now. Uh, and yeah, we're here, myself and Emer came over, and we're going to hang out with, the, you know, the other Dermot, Dermot Kennedy. We're going to hang out with him all day today, um, and go along and see a show tonight in the Hydro. And last night there was some kind of dance show on called Clubland, and everyone was walking around in no clothes, all the fake tan, and swigging out of bottles, and it was a loud party night all night long. Uh, well, look, we need to talk to Emer because obviously I've travelled with you, Dave. Uh, you know, we've been on yeah. several tours together. We've been to um, Euro tournaments. Uh, so I know what it's like uh, to travel with you, and I put up with all your foibles. But Emer has not travelled with you before. Emer, what, what's been going on? Well, you'd warned me, to be fair. You had warned me about what it's like to travel with Dave, but I had no idea. So we left Marconi House, where the Today FM studios are yesterday, hopped in a taxi. All was grand. I'm a, I'm a sweaty airport person. I like to be there early. I like to be prepared. I like to just get through security. I had everything all ready to go. All my liquids and my sealed bags and everything. We'd literally gotten through security. And yesterday we spoke about Dave and his ridiculous mm. Toy Story suitcase, which was handy to find him during our airport experience. <laughs> but not just for me. Dave actually got spotted by Mags and her family who were heading to the States the minute we arrived in the airport. Well, he recognised you and then I was looking right to you. It's a Toy Story suitcase. Isn't it gorgeous? No, <laughs> and when it comes out, you know when you put it in and it comes out on the luggage carousel thing? You always know it's your one. <laughs> They were such a nice family and she literally just went, oh, there's a toy Dave! <laughs> I was like, yes, Mags, it's me. They were heading off to the States, the lucky things, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was, see, there's, it serves so many purposes, the Toy Story suitcase, Dermot. It's a conversation starter. You did look at me when we were in the queue for security and point at, you know, the, the wheelies, the suitcases the kids have now where there's like the suitcase on the front and it's a scooter. She looked at me and was like, oh, we should have got them for the trip. Yeah, you should have had a, a pair of Heelys as well, Emer, just to, uh, <laughs> to round off the childish travelling vibes. It was kind of like between the blue tracksuit bottoms and the Jordans and the Toy Story case, it was a bit like travelling as an oversized toddler for a number of reasons. Yeah, well actually, you know, uh, toddlers are renowned for walking quite slowly, um, but nobody walks as slow as Dave. How have you found that? Oh my God. So not only was he meandering through all of the shops, stopping like Charlotte Tilbury, Mac. <laughs> I needed to have a look for my missus and see if she need anything. No, you didn't. There's only so much perfume you can spray directly at me going, what about this one? What about this one? We were in the airport for like 25 minutes and we hadn't done anything other than look at like the giant oversized bag, the Haribo, none of which he was planning on buying. No, just looking. I like looking. Oh, it's, it's the weight of them. I like picking them up. Yeah, you could use them as kettlebells yeah. in the gym. <laughs> yeah, there's some oversized rounds. Don't worry, I'll bring you some back. But walking is, you know, I'm a walker. I'm a fast walker. Now, I am a problematically fast walker. You and Dermot both. Yes, we we tend to pair up. We're all out together. We tend to pair up because we're yeah. fast walkers. It's like walking through treacle with Dave. It's so slow. <laughs> I know. And then we got on. It's like, the travelator. Grand. No. It's like a, a standstill. It's like an escalator. Like, I stand in my position, and then it brings me. It's walking for me. I don't need to walk. It says travel. It's implied. Yeah, ex- yeah. Oh, it's my God. Implied. The person who stands on the travelator. I get travelled. It's it's travelling me. No. I don't need to. It's m- not to designed m- for you to stop. It's not a rest point. It's to help you to continue walking, but take some of that energy out of it. No. 
It's there were toddlers looking annoyed at you standing behind you going, why is this grown man with this ridiculous suitcase standing still on the thing that makes you move fast? It's amazing. It makes you walk fast. It makes you seem like you're supersonic. I yeah. like to be carried by the travel agent. Yeah, well, at least if you're going to be carried, you're going to be one of those obnoxious people who, who actually, instead of helping people to speed up, actually stops them in their tracks. You have to move into the right-hand side and at least let people walk past you who know how to use it correctly. <laughs> No, Don't just we had to brandish the, the suitcase and go, I'm going to put this next to me so everyone knows that this is my suitcase. Uh, but Emer, look, uh, we have to talk about accents because Dave is like a linguistic chameleon. And I've never been able to work out whether you're doing it on purpose, Dave, or whether it's just, it's just, it just happens for you. But when Dave goes to a new environment with a new accent, he assumes the accent of the people that he's talking to. So, in fact, it happens at home. If he's talking to... I don't know, a handyman from the north side uh, of Dublin, then he will become <laughs> very north side Dublin. If he's talking to someone from, you know, Fox Rock, he will become Fox Rock. Um, but how is he getting on in Scotland? Okay, so we landed, got off the plane, walked through the terminal, and I actually, I actually just had to record. Have a listen to this. Dave, please stop. We can't do Emer, this. I don't know what your problem is. We've arrived in Glasgow, and so as a result, I've adopted the local pang. I'll be using this for the whole time. Loads of patter. All right, Glasgow, <laughs> let's go. There's a taxi man. Hello. Haven't Hello, even man. left the terminal yet. <laughs> we haven't even got into the taxi. It was the sweatiest taxi journey of my life because we were chatting to the taxi driver and I was waiting for him to start meandering the accent in. I knew it was going to happen. I've never been like, please let the hotel come soon. Please let the hotel come soon. <laughs> even this morning when we're in this lovely building with the guys from Radio Clyde who've been so helpful, I've noticed certain... Oh, I'm moments. just trying so hard to not... Because you know, Dermot, that, that Scottish is my favourite accent of all of the accents. that, I, And you're right, I do... I do edge into these things. It is completely subliminal. I don't do it on purpose. I have no... It's just part of my brain the way it's wired. But Scottish, I just love getting stuck deep down into whatever I can do that. <laughs> and if you check out my Instagram, at Dave Today FM, you'll see. Because I can be free on that because there's no Scottish people around. So I can use it all the time. But the problem is, I can't even insult the people here. And Clyde, I have to say, hi, yeah, no, great to meet you guys. I'm from Ireland. When really I just want to go, okay, how's it going? Michael, is that? What's, what's going on, mate? Where do I make a cup of tea? But I have to just <clears throat> try and calm I feel myself. Like we should maybe let you do the whole show in this accent just because we, we have a whole day left here. <laughs> we do. And we're not going to talk to Dermot Kelly for a while. And he, thankfully, is Irish. Yeah. But we have a lot of Scottish people to interact with for the next couple of hours. And yeah. I'm quite frankly just afraid. Keep your own accent, Dave, please. Because it's the equivalent try, of them I'll coming try. over going, top of the morning a turkey tree and a turd <laughs> and we would think yeah, that was hilarious I know, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> this is Today, Today FM, FM. Ed Sheeran, Celestial on Today FM. We had the gig last night, the Three Arena. My missus was with my daughter, Rosie. She's 11. It was her first ever concert. She just, even, for whatever about Ed Sheeran, she couldn't even just believe being in the Three Arena. Uh, yeah. My first ever concert was the same age. Well, actually, no, I was 12. Uh, it was slightly different. It was the Top Hat in Dunleary, which doesn't exist anymore. It's now apartments. It was a very small kind of, I suppose, ballroom is the only way to describe it. And uh, it was a band called Danzig who were supporting Metallica 
1988. And it was incredible, but slightly different feel, I think, to Ed Sheeran in the Three Arena. Yeah, I don't think it was James Hetfield in a loop pedal either. Uh, just no, like, no. like Ed Sheeran. It's pretty amazing <laughs> what he can do. And sometimes you look at Ed Sheeran, he's in these massive stadiums just doing his own thing with the loop pedal, and you're thinking, either he's really talented or really stingy, and he just doesn't want to pay for a band. <laughs> <laughs> he's really confident in his loop pedal is what he is and he yeah. knows that thing because there was actually a bit in he did a gig in, a, in front of 108,000 people in Australia recently at a stadium and the loop pedal broke and then he just had to like play songs in a different way or whatever and they, the crowd had to help him that's insane yeah anyway hope you enjoyed it if you were uh, seeing Ed the Head uh, in Ireland last night um, now Dave how was your dinner in Scotland Oh, it was delicious. As you know, I like to uh, immerse myself in the local culture and cuisine wherever I go, Dermot. And I definitely don't just search out the local burger joint wherever <laughs> I end up the world. But last night I decided I would go full Scottish. Have a listen to what I ordered in the chipper. Hey, how are you? I'm thank you. Good. Could I get fish and chips, please? Once this Yeah, once this, yeah. And then can I also get haggis fingers and a deep fried Mars bar, please? That's funny because that's your nickname around the office. Haggis <laughs> <laughs> fingers. <laughs> touchy, tell you touchy, what, right? Dave. It is little chubby haggis fingers. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it was delicious. It was top scran, as they say over here. So I, the fish and so I, I started with the fish and chips. Yeah, well, that's that was fine. kind of obviously. Uh, there was no, and it was a delicious slab of fish. I'll what is a haggis finger? A haggis finger. So you know what haggis is. I mean, like we don't want to describe it too graphically yeah. on the thing, but well, it's, it's basically it, it's it's like mince is what it's like. It's just sheep innards, uh, but they've been minced down. But isn't it soft? Kind of like a softer black pudding, like a wetter black pudding. Um, no, no. When I've had it before, I've always had like um, haggis and tatties, haggis and potatoes, and so it, the haggis comes out. Like, do you remember when you were a kid in the eighties and you just got <laughs> your dinner was just mince and potatoes with no yeah. sauce or flavour? It's kind of like that. So it's just like a pile of mince, whatever. But these are done into fingers. They're deep fried in batter, uh, and they are phenomenally delicious. So if you can imagine eating a slightly spiced mince finger in. In batter, that's what it's like. And then that. I finished off with a deep, deep fried Mars bar. What was that like? That is just... So I've had it before. So what happens when you deep fry the Mars bar is all of the... You know the caramel and the other bit of whatever's inside a Mars bar are mm. separate when it's cold. That all mushes into one, like, brown goodness. <laughs> like, <laughs> gloopy goodness. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. But uh, but then you have the, you have the little bit of um, batter on the outside. The chocolate remains you know, firm, and then inside all of the, everything's mixed together. It's just, it is delicious. So I was mm. a very happy bunny, and then I fell into bed full of food and went to sleep. Did you ask the man in the chipper how many points uh, this meal was uh, on your? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can feel it in my arteries this morning. Let me assure you. Listen back to more from the Dermot and Dave Show on todayfm.com. Dermot and Dave, weekday mornings from nine on Today FM.